Welcome to 50 Ways to Succeed at Work, where you hear stuff about ways to succeed even the most well-intentioned colleagues, advisors, careers officers and HR departments may never get around to mentioning. This is episode 13, Goal Polisher. Helping others with their goals can help you to succeed. Bojan is a loyal, committed, hard-working team member. When he finds himself with a new, sympathetic supervisor, he confesses, I feel a bit adrift at work. I don't seem to be getting anywhere. Can you be more specific, Bojan? What do you mean you're not getting anywhere? Uh, how, how can I put it? It's just somehow my future seems a solid grey blur. I can't see any clear signposts or guidelines showing progress. I think I understand, Bojan. Let me put it like this. Suppose you went on a train journey, hoping to reach the seaside, yet somehow you find yourself in Birmingham. What would you conclude from that? Yeah, I, I get your drift. Like, what's my destination? Exactly. How much time have you spent thinking about what you want from life? When was the last time you set yourself some formal goals? Well, I suppose I... That's what I thought. So, let's start by doing something about this situation, Dojin. I'd like you to think about why you need goals. Find something you care about and come back and see me along with a plan which we can discuss, okay? Sure, but I'm still unclear on how I do that. So, start by listing some goals that would make your life better, or at least different. Something you want to achieve. Then write these down and put them in some preferred order. Is that it? Anything else? Well, one of the most commonest reasons people fail to turn their goals into reality is not knowing how they'll measure their progress. Deciding the measurement is part of polishing your goals. So how do I measure mine? You may find it helpful to use SMART goals to keep you focused and motivate you. SMART stands for making your goals specific, measurable, attainable, recorded, and time limited. You could say that these are key results. Whatever you call them, they can make a big difference to whether you succeed or fail. Bojan works on his goal setting, and to his surprise does indeed find that, at last, he has a sense of direction and purpose. A year later, he's promoted, and meeting his supervisor for the last time before he goes to a new role, says with some feeling, At last, I believe I think I'm getting somewhere at work. If you meet Bojan now, he'll gladly explain the value of setting and polishing key goals. He'll tell you that people without goals are less successful than they hoped. Now let's relate Bojan's experience to your work situation and your search for success. When it comes to goals at work, people tend to have three main questions. Do I need to set my own goals at work? Can't I just let my boss do it? I know all about goal setting, but it never seems to work for me. And what do I need to be sure I can reach my goals? Let's start with, do I need to set my goals at work? Can't I just let my boss do it? Now, why would you want to abandon thinking about your future? Leaving this entirely to someone else may seem comfortable, perhaps less brain demanding. Yet it will only take you so far, possibly in the wrong direction. Research confirms that employees with goals set entirely by their boss tend to have anxiety and lower enthusiasm, while those who set their own performance goals usually experience lower stress and higher spirit. So take responsibility for your goals. Find a path to make them happen. Relying on the organisation for this may cause uncertainty and anxiety, leaving you emotionally exhausted. Emotional exhaustion can make you less ready to perform at work or for going above and beyond work responsibilities. 
In contrast, self-made goals can make you feel they're attainable. They trigger renewed enthusiasm and increase task performance. Another worry people have is, I know all about goal setting, but it never seems to work for me. There are numerous reasons why you're goal-setting creators. Watch out for these seven possible causes. Lack of belief and scepticism. Many people don't believe what they hear. They don't think that they could do significantly more than they're currently achieving. If no one around you sets sound goals or has limited ones that don't inspire, it's hardly surprising if you feel sceptical or unambition about your goals. Setting the wrong goals. They set ones that they think they ought to do. For example, they choose ones that their family, teachers, boss or peers urge them to develop. It means they set goals that they pretend they want, but don't. Previous disappointments. You try something once, and because you fail, you refuse to do it again, fearing embarrassment or comparison with others who've succeeded. Hanging on to previous disappointments is a sure way to kill your goal polishing. Blame others. They told you to be realistic. Don't reach beyond your ability and avoid disappointment. Fear. This can paralyze many people into inaction so that they keep on doing the same old things that they've always done. Fear stops them from setting new goals in case they achieve them. Laziness. Goal setting and polishing require energy. Without energy, you won't make the first step towards your goals. Comfort zone. Setting worthwhile goals will take you outside your comfort zone. Chasing your dreams could take you on a journey you could never imagine. And finally, impatience. Goal setting requires a focus on the future. Delaying gratification is one of the signs that you're ready to be successful in life. Wanting it now is a poor way to set goals. Some of these may not relate to your situation. Still, giving them careful consideration will pay off when you're working on polishing your goals. The final concern people have about goal setting is, what do I need to do to be sure I can reach my goals? Well, there are no guarantees, only risk reduction. That is, reducing the chances of goal failure. Here are some steps to take when goal polishing. Write down your goal, drag it out of your imagination and into a written statement of intent. This forces your subconscious to accept a commitment to work towards your goal. Set a deadline. State when you'll reach your goal. If necessary, break it into smaller steps with a deadline for each and put them in your diary or planner. Beef up your mindset. Begin working on this long before you tackle your goal. For example, think what might get in the way of completion of my goals. Seek inspiration. Talk to other motivated people. Find inspiring reading and videos. Work on your attitude daily. Develop skills. Your new goals may require learning a new skill or some form of personal growth. What new knowledge and other support will you need to reach these goals? Take the first step. Make it easy and fight any urge to delay. Don't wait for something out of your control to happen first. Goals tend to die at the first hurdle of a first step. Start now and adjust along the way and persist until completion. It's unlikely that your path to your goal completion will be straight and simple. Fight the natural urge 
to give up when you encounter the first or later obstacles. Stay focused. Always keep the result in sight and keep moving forward. Treat each difficulty as an opportunity for learning and growth. One a day. Commit to doing at least one thing every day that moves you closer towards your goal. And finally, reward yourself. Choose a reward for when you will complete your goal. Make sure it's worth having. This trains your subconscious mind to focus on activities that produce successful results. That's quite a long list of potential actions. You probably can't do them all, but use them to prompt some action. So what action am I proposing? First, write down your goals and the first step. Offer other goal setters practical help, such as fresh information or resources, such as your time. And the third action, familiarise yourself with goal-setting techniques, such as the well-known SMART goal method. And my takeaway from all of this? Putting others in the limelight with goals and their execution is a selfless way and a sure way to win friends and influence people at work through goal polishing. You've been listening to an episode of Andrew's 50 Ways to Succeed at Work. For more episodes, subscribe free to my regular weekly podcasts. You can catch up on past ones at the50ways.site, where you can also become a Foundation member with access to e-learning units, further reading links, and the forum where you can ask questions, share problems, and join a growing community of people who seriously want to succeed at work. Now there's a new book and an audio version called, you guessed it, 50 Ways to Succeed at Work. Buy it at Amazon or the50ways.site. Unmissable. Thanks for listening and bye for now until next week.